0: This is it. It's not it's not very official. Well, you'll have to start cuz
1: I don't know how any <laughs> This it's goes. already we're already here. Oh, hi.
0: Hello. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I love this little room, Michael.
0: Isn't it so fun? It's so cool. Yeah. It was when we got here, it was like they had a kid who was in here, the people before us, and we didn't like repaint or anything. And then it turned into an office, and then we just were throwing junk in here. Like it just became a junk room. And then I turned into a podcast room because I wanted to. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Throwing a different kind of junk in here.
0: A hundred percent. Yeah, definitely. Man. That's funny. Yeah. Uh, welcome back to Conversation Therapy, a podcast where I talk to people that I think are fun, uh, and that's pretty much it. Um, I always say this week, even though this is not like a weekly thing, I just release them whenever I feel like it. Uh, so this week, super fun guest, uh, somebody who has had... Uh, drastic and marked impact on my life personally, uh, which I think is, wow. yeah, you got <laughs> you better impact everybody who listens to I'm this. Gonna cry, <laughs> we haven't even started. <laughs> but really, though, yeah, I think that it's you were foundational in the, in the development of. I think a lot of the way that I thought, mm. um, which is really good, because I think that a lot of people just you. I think you encouraged me to not just blindly accept things. Which is mm-hmm. like, that's a lot of what church is—is is just blindly accepting whatever. That's a lot of what everything is, and I appreciate that. Anyways, Liz Baca,
1: <laughs> thank you. Welcome. It's so cool to be here. <laughs> I love it. I love it.
0: Yeah, this is super fun. So I sent you my list of conversation topics, and there are way too many on there, and they're all <laughs> over the place. And I don't even know if <laughs> I don't even know if that's helpful to people. Because there's just, it's just so much. It was a little
1: overwhelming to me. Yeah. But only because I've been, I I forget when you sent it, but I went on a trip. I just came back from California, Yosemite, Sequoia. Yeah,
0: Laurel was telling me about that. Oh
1: my goodness. It was so beautiful. And so, I don't know. Like, I was there with my sister, Martha, and my nephew, Timothy. And Martha was like, wow, we are at 7,000 feet. We got to, like, preserve our oxygen. And I'm going, no, this is the oxygen I want to breathe. This is pretty clear up here. <laughs> I wow. feel better. And she's like, no, we feel lightheaded. And I said, I don't care. <laughs> I like it. It was so, so beautiful.
0: Highlights of the like flora and fauna of the trip for you. What were they?
1: Okay, I've been to these places several times, and I know where to look for the beauty. Oh, I'm jealous. Uh, I know. I told Martha, I said, you know how some people know Disney World? Yeah. I want to know Yosemite National Park like some people know Disney World. I think I've been there, this might have been my fifth time and all it did was make me want to go back like this year because I bought a pass into both Yosemite and Sequoia National Park and they were like, for the combination of these two prices, for $10 more, you can just buy a year pass. I said, well, I'm buying it then because then I got to come back And use my pass kit. And they're like, no, you can go anywhere in the country. And I said, I know, but I want to come back (laughs) to this park. So I came home and told Joe that. And he's like, yeah, whatever. (laughs) (laughs) So I don't know (laughs) if we're going or not. But in my head, it's a possibility. In the next year, we could go back. So um, it was beautiful. Everything was frosty, which I wanted to see. Mm. I think most of the times I've been to these parks... It has been when they're the, some of the major roads are closed for winter, like you, you just can't get to certain things because yeah. they're iced over, or snowed over, or whatever. So, um, but to me, the the green of the sequoias, the orange of the bark, the white of the snow, and the black of you know just a forest is and the sunlight coming through. That's that's like the perfect combination of. Man. Light sound scent. I mean, I love my favorite fake scent that you can plug in your wall is pine. <laughs> but oh. this is this is the real pine scent. <laughs> <laughs> and it's amazing. We are we were also looking for well, I was looking for bears everywhere. Oh, we, didn't, yeah? we didn't see any, but but they were you know, they're there somewhere. They yeah. saw us, I'm sure. <laughs> Man. Yeah, and the sky was great. Then we were in Sequoia, and we were up high, 7,000. No, I I think at that point we were maybe 6,000 feet. We saw, we're on this little rock, and we saw clouds coming. Like, they were coming at us. Like, if you believed in, could there be mystical powers? they were coming in that cloud for <laughs> us. And pretty soon it was going to be, you know, in our lungs. Yeah. And so we're just watching it come closer and closer. And we're going, oh my goodness. And um, we were above the clouds at first, which was an awesome experience, standing on a rock, looking down at clouds. And then, um, then it came in and it just, it did fill everything. It changed the light. It changed, I, I don't know. It was just like, To me, all that stuff is a gift. Yeah. And I was sitting. And then Laurel was going, there's nobody in this national park. Like, that is the gift. We're here. I mean, there were a couple other tourists. But there was the General Sherman tree, which is the, oh, man, it's some world record breaker. Maybe the oldest living thing on earth.
0: Wow. Wow, that's super interesting. Oh,
1: yeah. And there was nobody there. She's like, there's the oldest living thing on earth, and there's no crowd. <laughs> wow. So, yeah, it was uh, it was just unbelievable. Was so beautiful. Man. Yosemite Valley is the most beautiful place I've ever seen. But the Sequoia National Forest, you're up in the awesomeness. It's so you drive right up into it? Yeah. Or,
0: did you do any hiking while you were there or no?
1: A little bit. It was icy, yeah. and my sister fell. And so then oh, she was no. like i'm not i'm not doing it anymore
0: <laughs> <laughs> understandably so it if was you fell down yeah it was
1: it was just that was right like where it shouldn't have been icy so she was like i'm not getting on a trail if i fall like in front of the museum oh boy so, <laughs> yeah. i don't blame her i don't blame her but
0: dude that's so cool though have you been to the grand canyon yes okay is I that a national the park? park
1: yeah Okay, mm-hmm. so we could go there too. Did you not could. occur to me. I just want to go back to Yosemite.
0: <laughs> Man, there's got to be so many cool national parks out there.
1: There are. Yeah. There's there are Everglades. There's a bunch up in Alaska. There aren't a ton right around us. So no. that's why I'm like, if we're going somewhere, let's let's pick the cool ones.
0: Is Cuyahoga a national? It's not a national park. It it's is a national
1: state? forest. National forest, is, not I the think same that's thing. What it is. I looked it up. Well, it's yeah. not the same. Google. I don't think I had to pay to go in it either. Cuz Cuyahoga
0: isn't. Yeah, you don't have to pay to get in there. National Park. It says National Park. Oh, well,
1: maybe it is.
0: Cuyahoga Valley National Park. Okay. Lies on the Cuyahoga River. Yeah.
1: Well, maybe I went I was just at a wedding up there this summer and I didn't have to pay anything. And doesn't yeah, no. your aunt Annette doesn't she hike there like every single day? Yeah, all the time.
0: But and she uh, might have a pass. And I've been up there too. I guess I don't know if I've been, like, in the actual park. No, I've definitely been in the park. There's, like, a bunch of trails that are around there as well. Yeah. How much does it cost to get into Cuyahoga? Oh, 20 to $30 to enter those parks. Most parks, including Cuyahoga, are free to enter.
1: Oh. Cool. So. So I don't need my pass for that.
0: But you can still have it and be the cool one.
1: I, well, I can still go back to a park that does need one.
0: <laughs> yeah. When they can't.
1: <laughs> right. You need that pass
0: man yeah i think that's something that like the natural beauty that exists is something that i've kind of not that i've lost it but in the sense like i just haven't gone out hiking in cool places for a bit and it's so fun Mm -hmm. like it's so cool and like not that mansfield doesn't have cool places because it definitely does it's just that i haven't been going out to them so
1: i know what you're saying and it's not hard you know gorman is where like you could probably walk there from here yeah for sure and just, I mean, through neighborhoods. Because at the top of Gorman Park is somebody's backyard. Yep. So, and it's, man, I bet you could walk there from here.
0: It's really close. It's, um, I mean, it's a bit of a drive, but I don't know where the back of the park ends. Yeah. That's weird. We did a we did a youth group thing at Heartland where I was supposed to hide in Gorman Nature Center somewhere and groups of like kids were going to come find me and I was going to give them a clue to the next place. It was like I an mean, amazing funny. race thing. Yeah. And so... I was like, okay, I'll walk like maybe 10 minutes back. And so it'll probably find them 30 minutes to find me. Uh, but it took groups like an hour and a half to find me some of them. And I was like moving up as like the time got further. Oh, there were people <laughs> texting me like, we can't find you. It's been so long. And I was like, I'm so sorry.
1: That park's not that big either. <laughs> well,
0: it, it's bigger than you think. Because once is you it? get back to like the watchtower, which is at the back okay. of it, mm-hmm. there's still the whole forest back there. Yeah, you're and right. And so I went back in that forest until i like could barely see the watchtower and then that's where i just i set up a chair and just sat there (laughs) and people were like they didn't know it went back in the forest they were just running around all of the grass and like the groups of girls were like we're gonna find him and so they they searched hard and then the groups of dudes were like too cool for it so like we can't find him this is lame but then like a couple of the dudes were on board and they were like running around this one dude was like i checked my watch i ran four miles to try to find you and i was like dude like, why did you run the wow. same spots twice because yeah. he was like running in circles were you wearing camo i was sitting in a red chair in the middle <laughs> of the forest like it was not like if he would have gone into the forest he would have found me instantly but he was just running around all the grass because he didn't know he could go into the forest was back there a there.
1: prize was there cash
0: at the end of it there was a prize like for the group who got there first but i forget what it was I don't know. I kind of like I semi ruined that part of the event. Well, but, but, yeah, like, I know. but I didn't feel bad because no. it was I wasn't the pastor there. So I didn't have to care. <laughs> <laughs> and this was all for it the high doing... school and I dealt with the junior high. So.
1: Oh, so you were just doing a I'm... big favor. <laughs>
0: <laughs> big favor. Walking out and sitting in the forest. <laughs>
1: exactly. Oh, my goodness. You should do it more. Go to Mohican.
0: Yeah. Mohican to... super cool. Yeah. There yeah, up in Akron especially, there's a lot of really cool like hiking trails and parks and stuff. Have you yeah. been to any up there?
1: I have, not for a while. Yeah. But I also know I, I really need that. Mm. I need to be outside. I've known that my whole life, that I feel more like I I mean, talking about church, I feel more in church outside of church than I do in a church. And it's it's in nature. It's watching a mm. stream of rainwater run down the parking lot that's more church for me than we're talking Romans 1. You know, it's true. And so I I have figured out how to find it everywhere all the time because I can't I can't go to Yosemite whenever I feel like it, you know? Right. So it has to be in my backyard or out my window if I can't go outside or mm-hmm. whatever. This past well, okay, so this past year was a rough one for us and last Winter was different than mm. this winter has been so far. It was icy, it was cold, it was snowy, and I walked every day. And really? I did. I would go out and just in my neighborhood, which, you know, there are houses everywhere. I'm not in the wilderness, I'm in the suburbs. And, um, but I found so much peace and healing just crunching on ice on a paved road, looking at the trees. It was cold. And I just, I felt like, you know how when you, um, say you fall on cement and Mm -hmm. you just get scraped up and stuff and how ice is the right thing to put on it. That's what it felt like was happening on my heart. There was just ice on my heart and it was good. And I was going, okay. I was so nasty and angry and hurt. And it was a balm to be outside, breathe the air, get the... You know, look at that. The trees were always filled with snow. And Mm. I was just going, all right, all right. I can do this. And I don't, I am not really an ice bath person. (laughs) But for my soul, (laughs) that's what I got and that's what I needed. So, you talk
0: like a writer now that you've been writing (laughs) everything you just said. I always talked like
1: a writer. You just didn't read it that way or hear me that way. I don't know, man.
0: I think that, yeah. Well, I haven't talked to you in a while, like an extended conversation. So, but I feel like. It's just different. Like the, it's very poetic the way that you speak.
1: Good. I have gotten away from speaking, which is what, that was like my secondary way of communication. I yeah. always I would have rather written, or spoken on the fly, like teaching. Yeah. But um, then with churchy stuff, they you know they don't like on the fly so much. You have to know what you're coming in with. In case you get lost or stuck or say something that isn't true, I mean we true. gotta
0: lock in the spirit right now. <laughs> you know we don't want to have him doing stuff in my service. Yeah, I know.
1: <laughs> so, um, so going back to writing is good because I am able to be a little more like where am I going with this? Yeah. And but I pick, you know, nobody. This is what I was telling my sister. Um, so we haven't been in a church since. Last August, not regularly, we visit here and there, when we feel like it, and Mm -hmm. no other time. And my sister was, she was saying, I mean, and it was out of concern, you know, she wasn't telling me what to do. But, um, you know, there's the one Bible verse that says... (laughs) don't forsake the assembling of yourselves together or something.
0: Where's that found? I'll look it up. You keep talking. There
1: are a thousand places Jesus says, love your enemies, but you know, (laughs) that's too hard. So don't forsake the assembling of yourselves together. (laughs) Maybe we can handle that one. So she was talking to me about that and um, she had a lot of reasons and they were all valid. Um, My favorite one was Liz, you have something to offer the church, but you're not actually offering it because you're not there. And i thought oh, i don't know okay maybe
0: <laughs> right uh,
1: the church didn't always like what i had to offer
0: and it's not like you can really offer it on like what do you mean you can offer the church on sunday mornings you can't offer oh, no, no. On probably sunday with, mornings.
1: with many 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 restrictions but whatever yeah i don't really care i i did you know i i have jumped through, through those hoops and it's whatever but um, <laughs> I mean, it was fine. I am not sorry, but I don't need to do it
0: Yeah, again
1: word. or right now if I do do it again. But anyway, um, another thing she said was, um, well, something about uh, accountability, which drives me crazy because Ugh. I don't see that in scripture like people talk about, you know, they say.
0: I also don't see it in churches.
1: Oh no, it's it's a kind of a made up thing. I think it's for people in power to say, just tell me what you're doing so I have some control or something. I don't really know what the whole goal is. I don't super see it in scripture. Somebody was talking about the umbrella the other day and I'm like, definitely not in the Bible. It wasn't even invented.
0: What do you mean? Oh, like...
1: Whose umbrella are you under? Uh,
0: I mean, I get like... <laughs>
1: I'm under God's umbrella, except He never said I was under His umbrella.
0: Even the idea that like Jesus and the disciples was that kind of a thing, or like these other relationships that we see in the Bible, like there weren't accountability, it was him training them how to live. And like I think that accountability is not something that we need to strive after, but it's something that comes naturally when you are like in community.
1: Totally agree with that. And if you force it, it it suddenly quits working. Oh, I've
0: done it so many times and it never works. It's like a couple months and then we never talk.
1: Yeah, I remember somebody, a a new Christian asked me one time, um, why is a discipleship course like over in six weeks? And I'm going, right. They said, that doesn't seem to be what discipleship is about. And I, you know, Uh, yeah, call us uh, uh. out because we're not doing it right. So I told my sister... I'm actually under the Lord's authority right now and I have never been more clear on what he wants me to do because I don't have anything in between him and me. There's nobody like side pastorish, or whatever friend that is saying you really should be doing blah 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 blah. Right. And so I got none of that. It's just me and God and I've I have never walked more closely. I don't think it's I'm not saying it's all woo-hoo, hunky-dory, something like that, but it is definitely, I'm clear on it. There's nothing else in the way. Joe went to a church last Sunday when we were gone, and he said, the guy said, for the next 10 days, I want everybody in this church to invite 10 different people to our church next Sunday. So in 10 days, we will have invited, each of us will have invited 100 people. And I'm thinking, what a bad idea <laughs> what are you how are you gonna grow that community?
0: Yeah
1: you know I am I will suddenly be responsible for a hundred people. My friends can't be friends with them because their hundred people are over there I mean assuming it worked you know yeah. it, it's just not a, a good idea.
0: I don't even think I have a hundred people I'd want to invite to church.
1: Well I don't really want to invite I, I don't even go to church so I can't invite anybody I'm, <laughs> you know? okay, I'm just
0: mentioning myself a few years ago myself four years ago and I was fully on board with organized church. Didn't have a hundred people. I no. just didn't. No. Even now, like there's a dude that I work with and it's like, I've known him for like a couple years and we've had very good conversations and I talked to him once about church, but even then it's like, for him, it's more important that I talk to him every day than right. that I invite him to go to church. Cause he doesn't need the people that I see at church. He needs me in his life. And that's right. just kind of what it is.
1: It's Okay, so here's another weird thing. This just happened last night. People, um, we have a ministry that we're involved in every Saturday night. We get together with a group of people who are hungry, kind of homeless, kind of falling through medical, social, economic, every kind of crack. They're just trying to make it. Some are doing better than others. There's a lot of addiction, a lot of mental health issues. Nobody really likes them. And um, sometimes I don't even like them. Sometimes they're scary. Sometimes, I mean, there's just a lot of things, but we're a group and we gather and um, we get a lot of people telling us.
0: My computer's eventually going to die. Just letting you know that. (laughs) Okay. My computer. (laughs) That was fun. Yeah.
1: Um, We have a lot of people telling us how to do this. Like we should be discipling. We should be talking for 20 minutes before we eat. We should be having this, you know, organized prayer ministry i mean it's just none of these ideas are really great but sometimes i feel like what are we really doing we're really kind of just eating and hanging out so last night i was i was feeling bad i i i yeah i was feeling a little bad about all we're really doing is a meal we have no deep theological direction (laughs) we have zero doctrine we're just... That's what we're doing. So somebody pulled me out in the hallway and totally fell apart. Mm. She's in a bad place. She she said... I, oh, I can't get into the details because it's so personal. And it's so... Yeah, that's fine. It's so... She's she's hurt. Yeah. She's trying her hardest. She's in trouble right now. She has a probation officer. And um, here's the, the part I can tell you. She just got a job somebody hired hired her with an ankle bracelet on which is cool yeah but um, it's on the other side of town it takes her 45 minutes to walk there she can't ride the bus because it will take her past where her um, ankle bracelet will let her go yeah Yeah. two spots so Mm. she can't she can't take the bus she has to walk she's wiped out yeah she's physically exhausted and um she's got the bad end of a of of her situation. She was a little smart-alecky with her probation officer and now he's making her pay for it. Hmm. And um, she just, she cried and she said, I don't know what I'm gonna do. If I have to go back to jail again, guess what? You can kill yourself with a spork. Wow. And I said, don't do it. We need you here. She said, no, you don't. I am a problem. I I didn't pick up one day last week when she called. I was in a national park. I didn't have service. Uh I felt really bad when i got out it was way we were a time difference and so i didn't call her back and the next day i forgot and i mm. felt terrible and she said don't feel terrible there you have no obligation to pick up the phone when i call but neither does anybody else and so mm. i'm just i'm lonely and i'm sad and i don't know if i can make it so i'm hearing all that i'm i'm trying to you know talk her up and say we need you We need our our community needs you. I need you. Our world needs you. Want you. Yeah. 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 Yeah, Absolutely. Today I picked her up at six forty five and took her to work. And on the way there, she was talking about her. Well, where she works, the officer who arrested her came in, and she recognized him. And she said, (laughs) "He didn't recognize her." And then she told him what she did. And he goes, "Oh, I remember you." She said, "You know what? He's like a wisdom tooth, like." He just needs to be extracted. (laughs) I I laughed for like a mile. And I'm like, okay, for this reason alone, I need you around because you make me laugh hard. Yeah. But anyway, um, so I finished the conversation with her and I went and I was I there was another couple there who I just had waved to. I didn't even talk to them. And they said, Come here, come here. She did. And I walked over and she said I wanna show you something." And she started pulling up her boyfriend's coat sleeve and there were stitches right across his wrist. And I mm. said, what is that? I mean, I, I knew, but it was hard to process. And sorry, did I just make a boingy noise? No, I
0: just hit the table. The oh, okay. These springs on here like make noises. And so I need to, I know, right? Wow. I need to like put stuff on them to stop making the noise. I just haven't done it yet. Okay, okay. It's fun though.
1: Yeah, it is. Anyway, I said, what happened? where what happened and he said she left me earlier this week for somebody who beat her and she said yeah I'm in the domestic violence shelter right now and I said you went to the ER and he said I did and they stitched me up and I'm going okay and then they left and on the way home I said to Laurel all I did tonight was look at Tim's stitches but it seemed like He needed somebody to look at his stitches. Hmm. And I think that was a spiritual act of some sort. I don't know. I didn't, I said, I'll pray for you for peace in your relationship. And they both said thanks and walked out the door.
0: Wow.
1: So I don't know what to do with that except to say, I saw God, I saw a guy whose girlfriend made a bad decision, then he made a bad decision. And And people almost died
0: Hmm.
1: and no amount of me prepping some little sermon that would be deemed appropriate by whatever would have ever touched him the way that, because when she was pulling his sleeve back, he said, really, you're going to show her? And she said, yeah. And, um, so I don't know, Michael, but somehow I think in a tiny way, I pray that I was the gospel last night. Do you know what I mean?
0: Well, to be like encouraging and also real, like the community that you've created there, like you say, all we're doing is eating and there's no like theological direction or doctrine. Like who (laughs) needs all of that crap? Well, like eating food with somebody else, like there's something I heard it described. Maybe it was in a book that I read recently, but this person was talking about how eating food is a spiritual experience because food comes from the earth and the earth is god's and everything in it and so when we take that which god has made and we together gather and we like choose to revel in the experience of enjoying that which god has made which is food and each other like that in and of itself is a spiritual experience and that's Mm -hmm. inviting god into the room when you sit down and you have a meal with somebody like There's something that happens there that I don't think we can fully understand. Like, why does it mean so much to have a meal with somebody else? Why does it make you feel closer to somebody when you're sitting down with somebody? But there's something there that's beyond our, like, little measly understanding of Mm -hmm. what it could be. And so just the fact that you are doing a meal, like you are sitting down and you are enjoying that time with these people, like, that relational capital that you were building and that like community that you're building is enough like that's that's it like that could be everything and like it's okay to not have all this other stuff because what you do have is far more important than that and that's that community that's that togetherness and that's you know enjoying what god has made together
1: it's really interesting to think about where church might be headed because Laurel kind of, she chews me out. So does Sarah Gallet. They say, you're the only person that's not calling what you do on Saturday night's church. But I, I like some old church trappings. I like, I mean, I like some kind of music. I like some kind of something. I don't even know what. Maybe it's nostalgia. If so, then let's clear it out already. Because what I've been doing lately is whatever I'm prepping... For the night, whether it is yesterday, I made rice and I had um, I sliced some bread and I had a craft for the kids. And the whole time I was doing it, I'm going, you know what? This is my act of worship. I am in the in the thick of it all. I mean, everybody wants to talk. Everybody's got, you know, stitches to show or their suicide plan to share or what? I mean, it's big stuff. I am not mm-hmm. there thinking right now. I'm worshiping, you know. Right. But beforehand, I am. To make, you know, to figure out how to make rice for 100 people, there's some beauty, art, um, uh, science, probably miracles. It's all, (laughs) I mean, it's everything I like about church in my oven, you know. And so I'm, that switch is is actually making me think, let's just call this that. I don't know if I have to, um, I don't know what, you know, everybody has a different version of what make disciples looks like. And right. I think people being nice to each other when they didn't used to be could be a little bit, you know, they're becoming a little more like Jesus. Yeah, absolutely. I think that counts. So, yeah, I don't know. We'll see.
0: Yeah. Getting back to the Hebrews 10 thing, which is that gathered together. Okay. Yeah. Because um, I think this kind of fits into everything. Uh, so Hebrews 10. So we'll just start at verse 19. So therefore, brothers... Everybody, since we have confidence, nope, just the brothers, (laughs) therefore, just the dudes. (laughs) This is for my dudes, ladies. Sit down, off the hook. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get out of me. You stop talking. (laughs) (laughs) Since we have confidence to enter the holy places by the blood of Jesus, by the new and living way that he opened for us through the curtain that is through his flesh, and since we, wow, run on sentence, and since we have a great priest over the house of God. Let us draw near with a true heart and full assurance of faith. So basically, since Jesus died and created an avenue to God, which is what you were saying earlier, which I really liked, how it's just you and God, Mm -hmm. Like there's no pastor between you, which is, I think, what we've kind of done with the church, where we have put, like, we've literally physically elevated a pastor on the stage Mm -hmm. and said, this is how you get your stuff for the week. And even talking to other people, they're like, well, I don't have the biblical training. And I'm like, that's, you have Jesus and that's all you need. Mm -hmm. Like, you can talk to God now and, like, you can know what God wants for you. Right. But we've put this like pastoral leadership and getting years of biblical training and which like I bought into literally and like hmm. that, like I was doing that. But then now I'm recognizing, like, man, we have it like we have all that. So anyways, he's saying since we have all that. Wait, um, what chapter and verse again? Hebrews 10, 19. 10, 19. I'm okay. in ESV. Okay. English Standard Version.
1: I'm in the NLT New Living Translation.
0: Nice. Uh, where was I? 22. Let us draw near with the true heart and full assurance of faith with our hearts sprinkled clean from an evil conscience and our bodies washed with pure water. So we're, we're good with God. Mm-hmm. Oh, excuse me. Let us hold fast. The confession of our hope without wavering for he who promises faithful. Yeah. And let us consider how to stir up one another to love and good works and not neglecting to meet together as is the habit of some, but encouraging one another and all the more as you see the day drawing near, which is, I mean, we can just stop there. Like that's up to verse 25, mm-hmm. but that <laughs> to use that verse <laughs> to try to like make organized evangelical church biblical is like, get out of here, that's get out of town. Like that's, true. that's, that's not in there. Like what's in there is meet together, recognize that you don't need anyone else. It's you and God and you're pure and, hold fast in that hope and that faith and encourage one another to good works Right, and that's what you're doing <laughs> like that verse sounds a lot more <laughs> like Saturday night that's than funny. it does Sunday morning huh? well
1: you know what the people I've had a couple people tell me this that's you know about us not attending a church right now and it's completely out of context
0: <laughs> yeah way out of context
1: <laughs> just that one little phrase instead of the whole I love that you started with what verse 19 okay
0: um, therefore, since we have confidence mm-hmm. to enter the places, all that. Nice. But yeah. But even like going on further from there.
1: Yeah. Man.
0: Yeah. It's, I mean, there's a lot in the Bible, but just that in and of itself is like, I don't know. Like I said this yesterday, I was talking with Luke and Bree mm-hmm. cause we got into talking about church stuff, which is very interesting. Oh, I bet. And so talking through this idea of, um, For me to think or for anyone to think that the way that we're doing church currently in one portion of the world, like the organized evangelical church in the U.S., for me to think this way of organized church is the best way, the best iteration of the way that the church has operated up until this point is now. It's like, no, like that is a very prideful or proud. That is a very like stuck up way to look at things and a very ethnocentric way of looking Mm -hmm. at things or like a. Uh, what would what it be culture centric thing of like saying the way that we're doing it is the best way what about the other thousand years of church history and the exactly. way that they did it and like i mean i told you about the book pagan christianity yes and like bought even, it like, and not read it yet oh, so good i gave it to luke last night because <laughs> i was <laughs> done with it and i was like you should read this <laughs> um but yeah this idea that i'm doing like our churches now we're doing it the best way and all this other stuff that happened in the past is like that stuff is all leading up until now all being refined and it's like You remember, like, Martin Luther, like, what he did when he nailed that on the door of the church was saying the church isn't doing stuff well. And, (laughs) like, when's that going to happen modern day? Because it's going to be, it can't be nailing it to the door of the church, right? Because that's, we don't have a centralized church. But, like, on the internet, at some point, somebody is going to achieve, like, mainstream probably hatred by somebody. Like, I mean, I kind of look at the way Francis Chan talks about church mm-hmm. and he, like what he's saying is very much so not in support of the organized church. Right. Like it's in support of like the well, don't like hate on it, but he's saying like, yeah, I did. I did it. I don't like it. And now I'm done. Yeah. And like,
1: I love his model so much. Yeah. Everybody just read the same scripture and then you have something you could talk about when you meet with somebody else who isn't me. Yeah. Cause I'm not dictating anything in your life, but you guys all just, talk about this really, actually really good material Mm -hmm. because it's from the mouth of Jesus, you know? Yeah, Yeah. I love that, love that. If we did anything in our group that moved more toward direction, that is probably what I'd do, Mm -hmm. except a lot of our people can't read, so.
0: Yeah. But they
1: can get the Bible app and they can listen.
0: Yeah, you can press a button and it takes Mm -hmm. you there. Yeah. As long as you can like navigate the app, which most people hopefully will be able to do that, but maybe not.
1: Did you see my post from last night?
0: I don't think I did. There's a
1: guy, Walter. He is, he, he's not all there look all the time. Up. Oh my goodness. He is, he has the hugest heart. So he came up to me and he goes, he had this little gospel of John. He said, look at this verse. And it was, you shall know the truth and the truth will set you free. And it was just at the top of the page. And he said, I don't even understand this, but I like to think about it. And there's more in there, but I just like to think about this. And he said, I He had a little ticket and he said, I tore it in half so I would never lose this page. And I'm just like trying not to cry as he's telling me, this is such a good verse, isn't it good? Isn't this a good verse? I'm like, yes, Walter. I mean, it doesn't take much. Mm. Jesus said, my yoke is easy, my burden is light. It's, It's light enough for Walter. Yeah. And so, you know, why the heck do we have to complicate it?
0: We get so caught up in all these high-flown theological conversations when what really matters is the person next to us that we're forgetting about.
1: Yeah, man. I know.
0: I feel like I've talked about this a few times on the podcast, but this—the um, idea that there are people who don't, who reject Jesus, and who are living for Christ, like Ooh. people who and like. <laughs> I had a long conversation with some people that are close to me about this, um, and they were very much so trying to convince me uh, that I was wrong. Um, but I think where I'm at is like I think there are some people who reject the picture of Jesus that is like homophobic and racist and filled with hate mm-hmm. and ver- like all these other things. They reject that, but then they live their lives doing things for actual Jesus. Like there are atheists out there who are going to be next to me in paradise mm-hmm. because they are living for Christ, whether or not they know it. Um, and I don't, like, it's not a very, I mean, you can go to like the separating the sheep from the goats and like that passage and you can talk through that. But this idea that, you know, people are doing things right now for Christ and they don't recognize it. And that when God says to them, whatever, you did this for me. Mm-hmm. And they're going to say, when do we do this stuff for you? And he says, whatever you did for these right. people, you did for me. Like there are people who are doing that in the world today that we all we i say we when i don't really mean it that uh, evangelical christians look at and think they're they're like damned to hell and it's like no that person is that person is living for jesus they just reject this picture of jesus that you put up on the wall Mm -hmm. you know the white jesus right
1: (laughs) well not only that not only the white jesus but kind of a jesus that never existed yeah uh a, an uncaring Jesus, mm. a um, I'm going to draw a line in the sand, which he did, but it wasn't about the things that we're drawing lines in the sand about today. No. And, um, you know, a, a, a kind of oppressive Jesus. uh uh-uh. Yeah. That's what he came to free people from. So yeah. I, it's not actually true. Did I tell you I'm going to this Bible study at a?
0: You, I think I Laurel might have told me yeah. something about this.
1: It's really... I'm I'm the youngest one there. These women show up for one hour on Tuesday nights in designer clothes. It's just a different group than I've usually hung out with, but they really, really love Jesus. Yeah, and they aren't afraid of questions. That's one of the coolest things about them. Yeah, they will ask anything, and they'll just go, "I don't get it." And um, anyway, we're doing a little Bible study right now. They well, they go through. They keep going through. They're called Gals Investigating God. Or gig, <laughs> I know.
0: At first, I thought it was gag, <laughs> then, yeah, then I had to it's check my so spelling. Funny,
1: it's kind of cute. It's like okay, I'll go and they they to the gig on Tuesday, <laughs> and the guys is guys in- investigating guys. So it's also gig, but it's the guys' gig. I don't know. It and should be
0: just... dudes, and then we dig. it be dig. Should right? Be. That sounds yeah, a little be. cool. Yeah, you going to dig? <laughs> that does sound cool. Come dig with us. Man.
1: Well. You know, it's their Bible study. They can call it what they want. No, they can't. I'm going to talk to them. <laughs> Help them out. <laughs> Let me at them.
0: <laughs> Who's the head of their marketing department? <laughs> oh my goodness, right? Um, now I want to go.
1: Oh, they're so good. I go nights. to go Well, you could, maybe. I don't know. I am <laughs> no, not, you know, I don't not. do any rules there. But um, in the Bible study book, they had... I don't remember when I talked to you last. I, I don't know if I told you this or not, but... Um, I was supposed to write a prayer to Jesus. Did I tell you about this?
0: It doesn't sound familiar. Okay,
1: and I was like, I totally side-eyed Jesus. Like, you and I both know I have not talked to you in a while, Hmm. and I wrote out the prayer. I've talked to God, but I, I had a little issue with Jesus this past year, which I didn't even realize. Interesting. Until I had to write this prayer, and I'm going, hi. You know me. I know you. I'm sorry. I've ignored you, but let's. I just answered the question or whatever. And um, then the next question was, worship Jesus, and I was like, I'm. I'm not doing that worship stuff anymore. I don't buy it. I don't. You can't make me. You know. But it was, offer your body a living sacrifice. Well, that I can do. Yeah. And I was like, okay.
0: That right. is worship. That's biblical. It is worship. totally worship. Yeah.
1: It's not. Poor cords weak lyrics, <laughs> How dare who's, you? whose vocal range does not fit the song they're trying. I mean, it's none of that. Not, that did not a, happen. I've
0: got a friend whose name <laughs> rhymes with Beavis Batman that wants to talk to you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so I, I did that little thing. And then I, I was like, wow, you know, Jesus, I don't know what that was about. I, I told my friend about it. No, I told at the Bible study, and my friend is in the Bible study, and she said, maybe you have an issue with Jesus because since he was also human, he knew about the pain, and he didn't protect you from it. And I said, maybe I do. I don't know. I don't really know. That's
0: reading in a lot. It
1: is. Yeah. She's a good friend of mine. She knows everything. Yeah. But um, I I kind of said, all right. And I, the next prayer I prayed in my little counseling thing I'm doing um. I was still praying to God. I just did the prayer to Jesus because my Bible study book told me to. You know, I'm still good at following some of these little rules. And But my prayer to God, I, I thanked him that this past year has changed me and that I've been able to be more open. And I also thanked him that I had been given the opportunity to love Sarah, which surprised me. Mm. But I, meant, I mean, I mean it. Yeah. I just hadn't thought that way for a while so the next day i was driving down the road and um what what's cool about nobody telling me how i have to be right now is everything that everybody didn't like i still get to do if that's what works with me and god (laughs) so so jesus came to me kind of in a vision in a prayer i'm going down a a back street thinking oh hey jesus (laughs) i'm sorry you know and he said no no we're, we're not doing that right now And he said I, I did know about the pain you'd be going through and I did protect you and I saved Taylor's life and I sent you Gomer, his new rescue dog and mm-hmm. um, I did um, I, I I am the one who is healing you and bringing you through. You're being healed by the stripes on my back. Everything that you know about me from scripture, that's all true, but it looks different than you thought it was going to. And he said, remember my, my life verse from Philippians three, 10 and 11, which it's not a fun verse. I don't know what drew it to me, drew me to it when I was, you know, 17 or 18 or whatever. It says, um, it's a prayer of Paul's where he says, I want to know Christ and have fellowship in his sufferings. And participate in the resurrection. I mean, it's all, it's grand. Yeah. And Jesus said to me, That's what we're doing right now. You have participated, you have fellowshipped with my suffering, but I want you to know this means you're beyond what you ever have been before. You're stronger in me than you've ever been before. There's more. Coming for you. You can handle more now than you ever could before. You know me better than you ever knew me before, and that resurrection, that hope, the joy, the peace—all my favorite things. You know, I'm I'm not into the suffering. I I have to. It's here. I I won't avoid it. I will experience. But he said, your your um, benefits coming with the resurrection are greater than they ever could have been. I did it. I'm here. And I said, again, a little bit of, I'm sorry. And he said, we're, we're beyond that. Don't even worry. And then this funny little, um, I don't even know what it was, thankfully, some little tiny old worship song started going through my head. And he's like, no, no, we are beyond that. And I'm going, oh, good. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> and, yeah.
0: Yeah. It's so interesting to to me the way that you talk about – um. Your experiences, like your spiritual experiences, because I feel like I don't experience God that way, and I feel like it's kind of, I mean, alien in the sense of being unnatural to me. Like it's it's mm-hmm. outside of the way that I experience life. And so you always talk about these things where you have visions or different stuff like that. And it, part of me is like, mm, what? But then I'm like,
1: I'm doing that too a little bit.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I guess maybe it's the, like you speak about it in very, like concrete ways. And for me, like, I don't know if I've had a concrete spiritual experience like that. I think that a lot of them feel much more, like, ethereal and much more, like, just not so, like, they're wispy. Like, they're not something mm-hmm. that I can verbalize in the way that you have. Like, I don't think that... Well, I'm a that...
1: communicator, remember? Yeah. it's I. You've had them. I know about them, Michael. I know about your experiences.
0: Maybe. How mm-hmm. do you know them when I don't? You what... do. I,
1: remember when you didn't die? Yeah, That's an experience. It happened. It's legit. You were raised from the dead. This is stuff. I mean, the church doesn't talk about this well. Remember that one spring retreat we were at? And we were like, oh, do these things even happen today? And then in that tiny room of, I don't know, 40 people, you and and Holly Chalky had both been declared dead and are now alive. Yeah. We have miracles of the dead coming to life. In a tiny group of people, but we ignore it.
0: I guess it's when when I think of experience, I guess in my mind it's not just something that happened, but like a feeling that exists. And I think maybe that's where I lose it because I don't have a feeling about that.
1: I, oh my God want to argue with you about your experiences. No, no, I welcome but... it.
0: I want you to I want you to cuz maybe it's uh, maybe I'm just r- removed from it and my brain has pushed those things down. I
1: think I think that's what happened. I know you were snatched from the edge of death maybe a couple times right then. Yeah. During that one experience, who knows how many other times? Yeah. You know, you're you're important too. Everything you were saying about me in the beginning, you've had that influence on me and on my mm-hmm. family and that Alone tells me that Almighty God is doing important, unique, and customized things in your life. Only because I have the spillover from it.
0: Oops, that's all good. Don't worry about that. Me. Was actually appropriate right there. <laughs> <laughs> Very like mystic. <laughs> Sounds like a gong almost. <laughs> right.
1: Um. So yeah, it's but I don't I don't think that's wrong. You know, any way that it happens, I I think it's way easier to be in a good place with God than than it seems to be, and that is the fault of everybody, primarily the enemy.
0: Yeah. yeah. Your
1: God is clear in you; He always has been. Whatever has changed about your opinions about church life, the universe, anything. I still see the very same spirit in you that I always have.
0: That's good to hear because I feel like I've changed a lot of those things. <laughs> like it's fine. So much of it's what probably I for thought, the better. Yeah, probably.
1: I mean, let's go for it. That's what that was. Jesus's message to me. Mm. He said, "Look back. That looks like such a pit. It looks. It's dark. It's scary. It's you. Still can't look at it for very long without getting scared. But I'm telling you, you're a better person now." You're more like me. You have more strength. He kind of had an image for me of um, steel down my backbone, hmm. and I was like, I I wasn't looking for that, but okay.
0: But now I'm gonna get that tattoo. Oh, hey! Sick, had not right? thought of that. Sick. <laughs>
1: wow. Very good idea. Very good idea. I'm here to help <laughs> you out. I'm trying to think. Picture that one. Okay. Yeah, I. <laughs> I don't know. I think it's true with all of us. I don't know how it's yeah. going to turn out exactly. One thing that I know is for sure, I was talking with my friends out in California about this, your generation, we all noticed that at a young age, you all were in tune with the Spirit. You were running hard after God. And I remember saying to many parents, what's going to happen with these kids? Because they're at a level now that I wasn't till I was 25. Now you're 25 and you've been through stuff that i haven't mm-hmm. all of you and your your interpretation is not the same as my generations but i want to hear i want to know what you think mm-hmm. i want to hear your generations take on stuff i heard somebody the other day say um the next revival is going to come from the prostitutes and the drug users because they're the they're the honestly broken people but if somebody like you has been broken and you have been somebody like taylor has been broken and he has been your interpret your view of who god is now i think that's way more legit than how can we keep filtering this through sunday school material (laughs) yeah i it is it's real your faith when you were young prepared you for where you are now and you had the chance to clear away a bunch of the baloney the stuff that we don't actually need. We need who you are now.
0: Mm.
1: This next, you you are the future leaders of the church, but I bet the church isn't going to look like it did, and that's fine.
0: Well, I'm not going <laughs> to. I know. I'm never going back there. Well. <laughs> well, I say that, but then I'm like, well, what if God? But it I'm doesn't like, matter. No, no. <laughs> no,
1: it doesn't matter. This is what, what I'm finding out, and I know you're in the same place. After this past year, I, I actually don't really care what... People are thinking anymore. I don't have time for that. Yeah. I have to be so okay with God all the time or I might not make it. And so if my dependency on him is that deep, then um, he's going to have me doing weird things, like seeing somebody stitches who didn't die this week. Yeah. And I'll take it. I think that matters. I think that what, what he's reforming in you and in anybody else who's been through hell these past years two, three, five years, whatever that is, it's what we need. It's not an accident that you have been through what you've been through. It's not. It's on purpose, and it's for everybody's strengthening. Yeah. I can't wait to see you. It's it's awesome. It's going to be something. He said clearly in the scripture, you can't imagine, and he talked about it in a lot of ways, but we still keep going, no, but we can imagine, and this is what we imagine, and he's like, but I said, you can't imagine. My ways are not your ways. My thoughts are not your thoughts. And we're going, oh, you must be thinking blah, blah, blah. And he's said, I told you <laughs> right, right. my ways are not your ways. And so when we're so broken down that we don't even trust our own thinking anymore, God goes, hey.
0: Finally. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. I have wow. something. Maybe I can work with you here.
0: What a cool. That's a great thought. That's so good.
1: It's about the only thing that's keeping me alive. You know, I mean, not alive. I don't want to overstate it. I think I would stick it through, but parts of me are broken that aren't going to get fixed, but yeah. they should have been. They should have been broken. Mm-hmm. And okay, let's let's have that light shining into those those nasty dark places that were never meant to be there. There were there's the church idol. There's the, you know, this is what your life must look like idol. There's the you-must-always-smell-a-certain-way um, idol. Yeah. It's not real. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Soap is is plentiful, but it's not what we've made it to be.
0: Well, we worship it, though.
1: Yeah. In a way. I mean, I know people would argue with me about this, but this is just what I see from my group downtown. Yeah. That's not the thing. And then somebody came to me and said, how could you talk to so-and-so all night? He just smelled like urine. I said, you know what? I didn't smell it at all. Yeah. I don't know what happened. I don't care. I think he is so precious. And I don't see him very often, this particular guy. So when he comes, I don't care what he smells like.
0: Right. And we'll talk to him. Yeah. And there's a lot of stuff you said that's making me think a lot of things.
1: What are you thinking? I don't
0: even know. (laughs) I don't know. The way... I think the thing that sticks out to me that I can actually verbalize maybe something about is that idea of, like, when we hit the end of, like, when we don't trust what we think anymore. Because um, I think maybe it's something to do with the whole drowning and then not knowing what to think about anything, mm-hmm. like, after that and, mm-hmm. like, in the world anymore. I don't know. There's, there's just so much stuff there that I look at. And I'm like, man, I have no idea... I don't know. I don't think I've processed through that stuff because I don't know if you ever can, and I think maybe I have I to be know. okay with like yeah. not being able to process through the fact that I died at one point and mm-hmm. like, and here I am, and I feel like, you said life verse earlier. The one that I don't even I don't like that phrase necessarily, but mm-hmm. the one that I picked at that point was to live as Christ and to die as gain, and mm-hmm. that whole I like that idea there. Is something that is. I don't know, it's tough for me to look at what I've been through and then to try to like make that make sense. Cause like it doesn't, because why? Like, right. and then even thinking like, does it actually even matter? Like all, like I'm such a tiny little dot and like even people who like had drastic and marked like changes in the impact of history, like Martin Luther King Jr. Right, my computer's still gonna die. <laughs> Um oh, what is happening?
1: Bye computer.
0: Whatever. Um he had a market impact on history, but in the scope of eternity, like he doesn't matter. Like he's a tiny little I mean, like not that. You know what I no, mean? No, I know exactly like, what you mean. in the scope of the history of humanity, he is the tiniest of dots, like barely even mm-hmm. registers on the thing. And so like even the whole idea of like I don't know my great great grandpa have Mm -hmm. no idea anything about their life so like my great great grandkids are not going to know me either and so it's about my world today people around me what am I doing to try to I don't know I've always thought about writing a book but I have no idea what I'd write it about I know it would have something to do with drowning and something to do probably with philosophy and how to like I don't know this idea of how to live before you die because I think that we think Mm -hmm. so much about you know everything else that happens after but man, I just have a million thoughts that I don't even know if they're my thoughts or if they're like the thoughts that other people have said that are like that stick out to me. And so I'm kind of stuck in that idea of like, where are my own original thoughts? And do we even have original thoughts? And like with this whole spirituality and I died and now I'm alive. And now like, what do I even, what, what is, what thoughts do I have that are worthy of somebody else reading them or even listening to them? Like this kind of a thing, like, why does this matter Like, this podcast is really just for me as a creative outlet.
1: That's great.
0: Yeah, and I love it. And then, I don't know, but something within me, and maybe it's just because, maybe it's remnants of my prideful desires to be a pastor, but something within me wants to impact other people's lives.
1: Well, you will impact other people's lives. You have, and you won't stop. And you said that already. You work next to an atheist. You're impacting his life. Right. It just is happening. I'm... I'm th- feeling a little funny about, you know, there's a th- an idea in Christianity or maybe everywhere about leaving a legacy. Yeah. And I don't know if I care about that anymore.
0: No, I. It, you're not going to leave a legacy. Like everyone talks about that. But like, OK, your kids and your grandkids are going to remember you and then your memory is lost forever. Like in Coco, you seen that movie? Yeah. Like when the last person who remembers you yeah. forgets about you when you cease to exist is like <laughs> right. that's all, so many people. That's everybody. <laughs> so that's everybody, about all of a, yeah. that's everybody <laughs> in the world. So
1: what is our what can we do? The what I can do now is have the best fun I can have. I mean, what's gonna make me happiest? It sounds oh sorry, I keep saying <laughs> I do it all the time. <laughs> bang, bang. Um because okay, I, I was talking to my counselor about this. I said, I really believe those. I believe the Bible, okay? I don't know. In everything that I'm questioning lately, I don't question the Bible. I definitely question interpretations of the Bible, but some stuff was written down, and it's probably valuable. Yeah. I especially like what Jesus said. And so... um, (laughs) (laughs) Don't know about all the other stuff. The other stuff's a little weird sometimes. But it's there. That's fine. I could take something from it, you know?
0: Yeah, who knows if it's... Yeah, you know. Oh, I know. Figurative or oh, literal. Exactly. All these stories. Good. Ugh. Yep, yep. That's so, true. There's so many of them that are nightmares. It's true. David and Goliath, that's a nightmare. Yeah. David's life is a the worst. It is. <laughs> you know? It's
1: a pretty bad one. <laughs> yeah. But um Oh no, I forgot what I was gonna say. Oh shoot. This is what you don't do in a podcast, right? Forget what <laughs> you <me>. were gonna <laughs> no, say. I what
0: I mean. <laughs> You're talking about the um leaving a legacy. Oh yeah.
1: Leaving a legacy, leaving a legacy. Oh yeah. So the verses say curses are passed down to the third and fourth generation. Oh
0: yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: Blessings to a thousand, Ooh. which is, I mean, you can't beat those odds. That's like the <laughs> blessings are going to yeah. win because they just last a lot longer. Yeah. So I might as well go ahead. And I, the way I'm taking it is I, let me fix my crap. Whatever I've got in my head, um, if I'm if I'm all sad about stuff, that is what is visited on the people around me, especially my children yeah. and my husband, because they are close to me, and so that might go on for three or four generations. Um, some of the stuff that I was sad about, I mean, I, you might remember these stories. When, I, when my kids were little, Taylor said, I just thought about it and I didn't think that was true and so I just ignored it, which is a great way to break that curse that right. I was trying really hard to pass to the next generation. Yeah. I had told him a bunch of hopeless stuff. And so um, I might as well focus on what is actually the good stuff. We have it, it happens this way in popular culture too. If mama ain't happy, ain't nobody happy, right? Yeah. Where'd that come from? It came from the fact that if mama ain't happy, everybody around, she spreads the misery. Yeah. So how about don't do that, mama? <laughs> I mean, if you want, a, I don't care about a legacy. I wanna be happy and I want the people that I'm watching to be happy. So, um, and I'm I'm not getting into that happiness versus joy thing because I want both. I want joy and happiness, whatever. One isn't more spiritual than the other. The Bible wants, Jesus wants me to be happy. I'm. I know that. I know that the reason God hates divorce is because divorce is so painful and he doesn't like to see us that much in pain. I know it. He doesn't hate it because it's some horrendous sin that you can't be forget. That isn't how God rolls.
0: I think there is no true happiness except for joy.
1: I don't care. I'll take it both. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I, I have joy, but I don't always feel happy, but I like to feel happy too. Hmm. And so I'm going to go for it. Semantics. It is. It is. And people try to make it spiritual or something. But anyway. Yeah. I want both. So I have to reframe my thinking Hmm. and I, I have no problems with this. I will reframe it to the better way. Actually, the way that can let me sleep at night, for example, since when I don't sleep at night, mama ain't happy. You know, I, it's just to me, it got down to super practical. How are we going to get through this day? And yeah. it's, it's got to be OK. And if it's not, fix the thing that is making it not OK and make it OK. And that means forgiveness. And that means dealing with my own issues. And what is my sin? Fine. I don't. It's messing with me. I got to quit. Whatever it is, I don't care. I I am tired of um, I'm tired of carrying my own burdens around when Jesus said He would do it.
0: How do you do that though? Because that's a very I love that phrase, love that idea. But what does it look like practically?
1: For me, it is well. I don't do it very well. I'm picking them back up all the time. Um, for example, worry. I worry about. My future and my kids' future in particular. And um, and that makes me have a bad day. Hmm. I can spend my whole day. I can clench my jaws. I can, you know, I, I, I need some Botox here because I make, I make these things, my little no, worry marks. <laughs> I look angry and no. worried. But um, I'm not going to get Botox. But that would be cool if I just really? had some around. If I had some around, I would take these out. Yeah. Why? 'Cause I look angry. No, and you I don't.
0: don't. Okay. I've never ever thought that about you. Oh, I would good. I have never noticed that I look like, at
1: my pictures and I'm going wow, I don't think anybody thinks so that mad about, about
0: you. <laughs> I think a we are a thousand times our own critic more than a little bit of true. little and of a little bit 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 of a little I love looking at an older person and who is wrinkled and they show you talking about me. No, not at all. Okay. I'm talking about the (laughs) person. I'm accept. i talking about the person who's like 60, 70 years old and you look at them and you can see the story of their life on their face. Yeah. You can see the story of their experiences on their body. And like, that's a, Mm -hmm. that's a beautiful thing. When do you have to leave?
1: I have to leave about 20 till to go pick up my friend. Okay. Um, yeah, so I have an option every every day, every moment
0: to get Botox. To get Botox. No, I <laughs> no. don't know if I had a
1: good. Uh, yeah. Joe knew somebody. Don't do it. Don't I'm, do I'm it. Not I'm telling you, don't do it. it. I'm, do it. Do I'm it.
0: not it. gonna do it.
1: No, I'm not gonna do
0: it. You're, you're perfect the way that you are.
1: Oh, thank you.
0: I didn't mean it. No, just kidding. <laughs> I'm gonna wrinkle up for you. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I want um, more wrinkles. In fact, you're not perfect. I want more. <laughs> right, <laughs> There's right. not enough wrinkles there.
1: So I watched. Uh, I, I've watched my sadness this past year affect Laurel in particular. Mm. And um, that's not fair. I, I have to, I can't just sit in this swamp of, wow, I'm sad. Yeah. And, and make everybody else come into the swamp with me because that's where I am. I'm not getting out. So I actually have to get up and get out. And I have to say, you know what? I don't like what happened. It hurts me. I don't like that I'm scared because I can't tell what is going to happen in the future. I don't trust anybody now. I don't trust, you huh. know. I said to Laurel, um, "Nobody's going to be good enough for you. We already figured <laughs> that out. We yeah. already. I mean, oh good luck.
0: Well, I mean that's true for everybody. Like it nobody, is true, nobody it got, is good enough for anybody else. It kind of got
1: worse though. We don't deserve. In it my anyone. opinion, it's true. You're right. You're right.
0: Why did but it get worse?
1: Because I. I trusted God for Taylor's marriage.
0: Okay. Yeah, I get and
1: that. And it didn't work. Yeah. And That's so tough. now I don't trust God for anything like that. I want to cuz I kind of need to. <laughs> yeah. Cuz you know life happens and they will probably both get remarried and that would be make me very happy but my goodness.
0: No one's perfect, man.
1: I'm going to have to be careful. I have to get some things fixed.
0: Yeah. Quick. You you know? So what I'm saying is... No, I know.
1: I know. What I'm saying, though, is I have to own whatever is not working in my life for me. And this can be very personal. I don't have a pastor telling me how I'm supposed to be right now. It's just me and God. And God is saying, you don't like it when your jaws are clenched. So how can you... How can you trust me just a little bit? And I just highlighted those verses you were talking about because, where were they?
0: Hebrews ten nineteen
1: through 25. Um. Let us hold tightly without wavering to the hope we affirm. Yeah. For God can be trusted to keep his promise. I have to go home. I have to remind myself of this stuff. Yeah, and this is where get it tattooed on your arm. I can do. I mean, there are a lot of things that need to have. I could do that. Um, <laughs> I'm just trying I to convince you no to get problems. tattoos. <laughs> I have tattoos. I mean, more. Oh, I will get. I more. want you. To, I want to I live want vicariously huge, through you. I want a snowflake.
0: You want a chess piece?
1: I kind of do. Oh yeah. Because that's where my healing came last year. Was ice on my chest like over a, my heart? Like a
0: winter piece there. That'd be that'd be sick. I
1: really want that. Yeah.
0: You we'll heard see. it here first. All <laughs> oh, one of you that made it this far <laughs> me tomorrow listening to this. <laughs>
1: well, you'll be reminded. I have some pictures. I showed my cousin who does tattoos. Yeah. But um he's super hard to get into. Yes,
0: that's, so. that's what you guys are saying. Yeah.
1: But that's where I need to take myself in my head. I need to I told my counselor last week um, joy and hope and all that stuff is still really fleeting for me, but I do Recognize it, and I, I grab it, I claim it. You know, these are all the words I know. The church words that people don't like, but I don't care. I'm claiming that joy for me. It's my. It now showed up. It church. was mine.
0: There, have you heard of the show Rick and Morty? It's yes. a, an adult cartoon, and all this other stuff doesn't matter. But at one point, the main character Rick is being booed by a bunch of people, like this crowd of people, and he, like, yells to them, "Your booze mean nothing to me. I've seen what makes you cheer." And that is something that has stuck with me. And I think that is a great thing for you to think as well. Wow. Right. you boos me nothing to me. I've seen what makes I've seen what you church people love. I've seen what makes <laughs> right. you get excited. And I could not give less of a crap about you booing me because I know what you're excited about. So that's where I'm at. I don't care where you go. Bojack. Goodness gracious. What is this song? <laughs> <laughs> this, every once in a while. Like, and, is
1: that my phone?
0: Is Every that, once in a while low Are those my thoughts? <laughs> why am I, why am I hearing myself? <laughs> okay, so going on to this like happiness and joy thing. I think something that I've been thinking a lot about like existentialism and like the fact that everything is meaningless, you know, Ecclesiastes, mm-hmm. all that. The wisest man ever wrote Ecclesiastes and his whole point was mm-hmm. nothing matters. So maybe there's something to be thought about there. Yeah. And so from that, um Peter Rollins, great uh philosopher spoke about like nihilism and all this stuff he said that's not the end of philosophy that's the beginning of philosophy and now what you have to figure out is what to do with the fact that nothing matters and so he talks about living in the lack So and like you this idea that like you're never going to find fulfillment like no one ever does. You win the lottery and then so many of those people kill themselves because you achieved this fantasy of fulfillment that is not actually fulfilling you. Mm -hmm. And so whatever my fantasy is of being fulfilled, I'm never going to get there. I need to be okay with that. And so I need to recognize that my fulfillment is the everyday is the mundane Mm -hmm. is the this conversation that we're having which Mm -hmm. brings me so much joy that i'm going to listen to tomorrow and there's a million things in here that you said that i'm going to be so excited to hear like there's this is it like it's about finding peace finding hope finding joy in all of these little things and finding it in in that and that's that's finding joy in the lacking because even that idea in and of itself brings fulfillment
1: it's true. And that is, that's what I'm talking about. I, you know, can I find what I want from nature in my backyard as easily as I can from Yosemite National Park? Uh, the answer is it better be. Yeah. It better be. Nature is, um, it, it's the same, even though it's, you know, it, it just tickles our eyes or our ears or whatever, but it's... It, essentially itself, it should work.
0: Can you find it in the beauty of your fingerprint? Uh, you don't yeah. have to go anywhere, but looking at you, like right. the beauty of what God has created in you, like we sound like we're so high right now. <laughs>
1: but we're not high. Not. Not high.
0: Not, not even a little. <laughs> but yeah. Oh, like,
1: I'm a little high on how cool this is. Because here, this is so okay, good. Do this here's another frequently. thing. Yeah. It's not. Okay. More crap is coming. Yeah, it always is. It's there's more, and um, I have steel in my backbone now, or whatever. And
0: cool tattoo. <laughs> cool tattoo.
1: But um, the next the next wave of crap is gonna hit me as hard as this one did, maybe.
0: Yeah, probably more.
1: And so right now, while I'm having a good time, I I want to have a good time. I want to. This is my gift. It's being in this blue two tone room, three tone. With yeah, you know, wax on the table and all this. <laughs> the stuff The table going that
0: you're on. gonna sign.
1: And aren't there a thousand of these? The one article I wrote, did you read? Um, was this question changed my life? What went right today? Hmm. What went right? Because the I can tell dead. you the list of what went wrong. Computer's dead. Does that mean this does? This is dead. No, it doesn't. Oh, okay.
0: Just <laughs> means we have no more music, but that works because we're gonna be ending uh, soon anyway.
1: Okay. Yeah, we are. Um, so, I, I can tell you what went wrong. You know, I... I
0: what a terrible noise that is. That's this thing. <laughs> All right. That's going wrong. That's, that's one of the things the that's going thing.
1: wrong. Okay, but did an hour just go right? Absolutely. Yeah. Okay, so again, the proportions are crazy. One thing went wrong, a thousand things went right. Why am I not listening and noticing and being happy about what went right? Yeah. You know, I... I had to get up early to take my friend to work. I didn't like that. Mm. It didn't like 6.20, my alarm going off on a Sunday morning. It hurt me a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> but I had that 10-minute conversation with her on the way to work that I laughed for a whole mile, Yeah. and that went really right. My yeah. shoes, when I tie them, they stay on my feet. That goes right. You know what I mean? Yeah. The, the double-pane glass Keeps the cold out. Mm. That goes right. But I can go out in the cold with my scarf, and that goes right. I mean, it's just my my focus has been wrong Yeah. on what, what has gone wrong today.
0: Yeah. It's, it's the same thing. If you only focus on what's bad, then that's what you're going to remember. That's yep. what's going to stick out to you, and that's how you're going to live your life.
1: Have you heard about Dr. Carolyn Leaf?
0: No, but that is a made-up name if I've ever heard one. I thought so, too. <laughs> L-E-A-F. That, that is... Uh, that is not that is a character in a book like dr carolyn she's leaf she's
1: actually a neuroscientist
0: sure she is yeah <laughs>
1: from australia oh I might yeah that. from
0: australia yeah <laughs> okay and she's a maybe Christian. you are high <laughs> i am not high maybe dr carolyn maybe she, leaf is high she's not high well maybe she is i
1: don't know she explains like she'll go through Philippians 4, 8, whatsoever things are lovely whatsoever things are pure whatsoever mm-hmm. things are and she'll say now when you do this this is what's happening in your brain you are building these and she's like has all these scientific terms I have no idea what she's talking about but she she knows she knows she has um, narrowed some things down to um, to my level <laughs> yeah so I can understand her but she says that very thing that um, and it's stuff we know but she tells you like are you, are you still thinking that? Okay, well here's how you stop thinking that. You have to think of a way, like I said this earlier, to reframe what happened. Hmm. And so you're not stuck in this cesspool of swirling negativity because that doesn't work out for you. The toxic thought that you have, you have to notice how it makes you feel, notice how it makes your what emotions you have connected to it. Notice your attitude toward that thought. And then you say, how could I say that a little bit differently in a more positive way?
0: That's like cognitive behavioral therapy. That's what yeah. that sounds mm-hmm. like. Yeah. A little bit.
1: and um, But she just straight up walks you through it. She's got a 21-day course and you can break your 21-day cycle. And I thought, okay, I'm going to try it. And you know what? It It's working. Yeah. It's biblical. I mean, she's like, in, in the one course I did, she didn't have any scripture, but um, I've heard her stuff with scripture. And it's like, Jesus outlined all of this.
0: Yeah, we just didn't see it. We just, yeah. And we, we still don't. We build a church building and take 10% of people's money. <laughs>
1: yeah. It's weird. And so- Crazy
0: how it's all about the money.
1: <laughs> it is. It is. I am so happy, though, to be rethinking this stuff again yeah. without the- influences of well you know you need to be doing this or you know you need to be doing that and just getting my instruction straight from dr leaf and god <laughs> no not really i'm taking it from all kinds of places including the i my favorite thing to do is read secular fiction that to me is the best thing out there fiction? yeah
0: interesting fiction
1: always fiction
0: i've been reading a lot of fiction recently you haven't been no I read mostly, I'm reading a lot of philosophical
1: stuff. Yeah, I noticed. Yeah. But that's good stuff too. It's, guess what? You can do it the right way. And this is where I know I'm, I keep bringing up the Christian thing, but so many people are like, don't, you know, don't follow the new age. Don't follow the way of the world. Well, I am actually an individual person and God made me this way. And this was my issue with women in leadership all along. I had leadership gifts. I didn't do it god it. i i don't have to think in terms of i'm not trying to get something i don't
0: have that's so stupid you know shout out <laughs> women pastors in one of my courses so i was taking it like online through moody this woman was like yeah i want to be a pastor and like all these people like said this stuff and then i commented and i was like that's dope super excited for you <laughs> let me know how it works out like oh. there's like that's man i'm so over all that crap yeah. like if that's what you're gonna hang your hat on and like a pastor at a place where I used to work said that if a woman ever got it from the pulpit and started speaking, he would walk out of the church. Um, and then I was just like, <laughs> what? Like, I am not on board with, it. like, e- even at that point when I was like, at that point I was more firmly in the, like, woman probably shouldn't be this, but, which I'm like, not at now. But even at that point I was like, that seems a little much. Yeah. Seems a little aggressive. Like, the uh, woman can do that? Mm, doubt. Uh,
1: it's so weird. I mean, When when are men not listening to women? Never. And so there's this one spot or time (laughs) that now we can't listen to. I mean, it just doesn't make (laughs) sense, you know. It's if a guy is up there talking, he's talking from the influence of women who've been in his life. So men and women and everybody. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't actually I don't know, the gender that's another reason why the whole gender thing is so blown out of proportion. I just don't see it. I don't see it. No. I don't see where Jesus is going. This matters more than are you nice to people? He doesn't, Oof. he never says that. I, he would have, he would have yeah. if it mattered. Right. So calm down, everybody.
0: I wrote a discussion board post for that same class uh, titled, um, Woman uh, Repents in Front of Church for Accidentally Teaching an 18-Year-Old Man in Youth Group, <laughs> <laughs> which I thought was so good. Like, because all... <laughs> All my posts had titles like that, which were like kind of poking fun at these ideas, but then there were a bunch of people that were like like getting in like oh, little mini arguments on there, and I was just like, that's fine. <laughs> Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> I was dying. <laughs> oh my goodness,
1: Michael. I'm gonna have to go, sadly. That's, but man, this fine. is super fun. It's So
0: fun. Um Thank you so much for being here. This was oh, so a happy joyous to do time. It. Yeah. Um yeah. I guess we're we're gonna end. Oh, I forgot to say this at the beginning. Uh, if you have any conversation topics or people that you think would be fun to have on here, email me at conversationtherapycast at gmail.com. Conversa- conversation Wait. therapy cast. Cast. Cast, okay. like podcast, because for some reason, conversation <sighs> therapy podcast was taken. <laughs> 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 so Bummer. conversationtherapycast at gmail.com. Shoot okay. me an email. Um if you're the first one to send me an email, because I don't have any. <laughs> this, I've only released like one episode that has that <laughs> tag on there, though. Yeah, this was super great. Yeah, um, let's let's do it again. Sometime. Okay, this was a joy. Anytime, time. anytime, All I'm right. happy to. Thanks so much for being here.
1: All right.